I am way beyond a fanatic. I'm God-possessed. Get it straight. There ain't a demon on the planet that likes Mark Barclay anymore. If that's you, clap and shout one. Say, I am God-possessed. You better get ready. Did you bring a Bible? Mark T. Barkley here. Welcome to the broadcast today. Wow, we have entered into the new year. We are flying and things are going to be action packed probably all year long. We're going to be dealing with my I predict and beyond for 2021 in this broadcast. And uh, I hope you can join me for the whole thing. You should jump online at our uh, website and download the actual written I predict though uh, we'll be saying things in the broadcast way beyond what I wrote. But uh, I just want to talk about the times. What does this Bible say is coming? What are we going to do about it as a born-again church? What are you going to do about it being the climax of the ages is upon us? And that is no joke. It's not an exaggeration. We are in the last of the last days. So get everything you can. Tell everybody you can about the broadcast. Get hooked up. Come see us at Living Word Church or Mark Barclay Ministries Conference. Look on our website for the itinerary. We're all over the country, other countries, and we want you to come out. Send a letter, send a note, send a prayer request, send a couple of bucks and help me preach. And I promise you we'll spend it right and we will do it the best we know how. Here we go. Hope you got your Bible. That's where I'm going because I trust it more than anything in the whole world. Did you bring a Bible? I got this sizzling hot message, so I'm not trying to get anybody into hell. I'm trying to get everybody off that road and turn them around and get them on the highway to heaven. You put your eyes on Jesus and you're on the highway to heaven. Imagine these two gates. Now these gates are to eternity. That's why salvation is called eternal salvation. Oh, wait a minute. Or eternal damnation. That's why this is called everlasting life. Once you are born again, you better do something with what God put in your life. You better not be spent for nothing. You better be ready to get ready. Wow. You got to be able to say to your God, or at least asking, was I worth dying for? Praise God, it's a wonderful day to serve the King of Glory, and I promise you there's no better day to be a Christian than right now. We live in very perilous times, naturally, spiritually. I mean, even our our beliefs are under attack. Yeah. And uh, we're going to deal with some of that in this particular broadcast. I have Pastor Richard Jolliffe with me again, one of my longtime preaching friends. He pastors Amazing Grace here in Michigan, a great church, great believers. Uh, say hi, Richard, and Amen. get us started it's great or something, to, man. Great to be here, sir. Uh, something I forgot to mention in the last program was congratulations this past year, 40 years for Living Word, right? This 40 years for Living Word. Yeah. Vicki and I this year were 20, 2020. Yeah. So we got that year behind us, 40 years. Couldn't really celebrate, so right. what can you do right. yeah. with all of the... <laughs> Anyways, it was also our 50-year wedding anniversary. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. 
So That's praise congratulations. God. Congratulations. And wait a minute. And in 2020, <laughs> you got me started. In 2020, we got to move into our administrative building here yes. we've been working on. Mm -hmm. And then in 2020, we were able to tear down that old building out front. Yeah. That was a glorious day, Richard. Amen. Yeah. So regardless, I hope your year was like that, regardless of all the overreach, all the mismanagement, the pandemic, the plandemic, the mandemic, God still moved among a lot of us. Yeah, and I was just going to mention that. Look, if you uh, believe in this ministry, that's a, you ought to support. You ought to send a gift to, to say, hey, keep going. I mean, 40 years for a living word. What a great one of the greatest churches in America, in the world. Thank and you. Uh, then you know, for you and Vicky, of course, you know, just so awesome. It's a great together. congregation here. You know that oh, yeah. in between assignments, you helped me here for a while. Oh, yeah. Before you went out yeah. to Amazing Grace. Vicki is one of the finest cooks yeah. in the world. And uh, yeah. I don't know how you don't weigh 400 pounds. Yeah. So. Well, well, let me help you. <laughs> <laughs> you had to bring that up, didn't you, John? <laughs> there goes 51, everybody. I don't know. I think I'll just let that pass. <laughs> no, Vicki's a great cook. Oh, my if, goodness. If and when you can get her to stand at that stove. That's the real deal. Uh, yeah, yeah. I told Gloria Copeland, her and Kenneth years ago were at our house. I said, she goes, Vicki, this is a great kitchen. I said, Gloria, if the FBI come in here and printed this kitchen, oh Vicki would be found totally innocent. Yeah. So there, thanks for bringing yeah. that up. Well, I'm glad I've known you long enough yeah. that I actually had a roast beef dinner with your family that Vicki cooked. That, that was, and it was good, it wasn't it? Was Vicki can do it, I'm She's telling amazing, you. She's an amazing cook. So, Doc, I, I want to talk about, we, we kind of wrapped up the last time talking about there's a battle going on. Oh, yeah. And uh, one of the, your verse for the year is Isaiah 54, 17. Yes, yes. That no weapon formed against yes. uh, thee shall prosper. Every tongue will rise against you in judgment. You shall condemn. That This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. So, Doc, I... I want to I want to ask you if we're in a battle you're a trained soldier what do we need to make sure absolutely that we have with us in this battle one we can't just know our weapons but you better yeah you better know the weapons of your warfare, the armor of God, the power of prayer, mm. the power of attending your local church, yes. the absolute stabilizing power of having a good pastor. Amen. Uh, number two, you can't just know our weapons. We got to know our enemy's weapons. Yes. So I think if I, I could be wrong in this, but I, my just thoughts are, if I went and interviewed the body of Christ, even a lot of preachers and said, what would you say are a couple of the top enemies that we're dealing with in 2021? Mm -hmm. I don't think they would say Marxism. Right. I think some would say socialism, yeah. which is just a baby birthed by Marxism. Right. And I call it the teenage communist. This is the number one threat in my opinion. I mean, there's a lot of threats right now against the Bible, the church, the believers, Christianity. But probably this idea that 40, I think it's 47%, according to the Barner report, right. that Christians believe in Marxism. Hmm. Well, that's about half of us. So where's that going to take the church? Right, right. What's being taught in children's church? Yeah. What's being taught in the youth group where the pastor's not, in fact, 
this whole thing about church displacement is, has been going on all through probably since 2015, 2020 was outrageous. Yeah. And it's going to go on in 2021. So we got to know, how do you fight an enemy when you don't even know what it is? Right. So I, I think once we know that and we can locate, which is not hard to locate, we're not exaggerating when we say Marxism. Yeah. And socialism. And they want this Bible shut down. Mm -hmm. If they can't rewrite it to fit modern man and his fallen nature of perversion, then they want to declare it not for today. I've heard preachers say this, so have you. Right. Yeah, supposedly born again evangelical preachers saying the Bible's too old. Right. But they say the same thing about the Constitution. Right. Right. Hey, in America? Yeah. No constitution for freedom of religion and expression and freedom of speech. Yeah. The church is about done. Yeah. We'll have to go underground. Well, what was the thing that um, I heard you preach on this one year that um, it started with, don't read the Old Testament, just read the right. New Testament. Then it was, well, it's all kind of outdated. Don't, yeah. don't you know, read the red letters. Don't read the red letters. Then it was, don't read 1 John chapter 1. Yeah. Because it wasn't written to the church. Now, the rest of the 1 John was, it's like... <laughs> Help me, Lord. <laughs> and now I heard a preacher not, well, uh, well, it's been a few months ago, but I heard a really, really popular preacher say, be really careful reading the Pauline epistles because maybe they weren't written for us modern Christians. Oh, man. Wow. So when we're done, about the only thing left in their book is the book of maps. Yeah. I mean, so the devil loves us. This is the creator's roadmap. Yeah. Absolutely. To live on this planet. Absolutely. And so we have to have this in the warfare. It's we, our sword. It's our two-edged sword. It's, yeah. it's, it's the only big bang we got is the Word of God. Yeah. So as we talk about the, the, that passage, Isaiah 54, 17, it's interesting that he says, no weapon formed against us, which almost leaves the idea that there are going to be lots of weapons formed against us. Let's not be naive here. They're right. going to be, there's, there's an adversary. There's a, this is a, this is, we're seeing all the natural stuff. You know, you, we, we right. talk about this right. is going on in politics, this is going on right. in economy, in, a, in the church. Right. But it's a spiritual thing. Yeah, it, absolutely. In fact, it's the only way we're going to beat this is spiritually. Yeah. No other way. That's so, so good. You know, yeah, I powerful. just, I don't, I don't say names, but I, I just talk to really, strong government leader and mm -hmm. said, we'd like to see you make some more laws according to our God and his word being this is the only nation on the planet ever created to be Christian. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. However, even if they don't make those laws, all it does is cause us to have turbulence. It doesn't do away with the church. So mm -hmm. when it said it, it, let me finish that thought. So the Senate can't push this demon back. I watched it all through 2020. We're going to watch it in 21, probably 22, mm -hmm. whether it's COVID or something else. Sure. All right. But it wasn't just a disease. Mm -hmm. It brought a demon with it. Yes. So we had, a, we had a true pandemic, deadly disease. Some people still having troubles. And yet we have a mandemic, a man-made crisis because they don't know what they're doing, it seems. Yeah. The government in many places. And 
people are just doing what they're told, whether it makes any sense or not. Mm-hmm. And there is a demon on this planet that's going to listen to the Supreme Court, the Senate, the House, the governorship, the health department, or anything else. Right. It's the blood-washed church. Right. That's where we come into this battle. And we have got, the church has got to step it up. We have to. Yeah. We yeah. got to know our enemy. Mm-hmm. So it's not only COVID a disease. So for about, ever since March, I've been asking everybody, 12 noon, set your clock, your alarm every mm-hmm. day, your watch, right. your phone. And at 12 noon, every single day, you bind COVID, you cast it to the ground. Don't pray to it, Yes. curse it. It's a disease, it's, it's alive, Yes. it's spreadable. But the blood of Jesus and the word of God is more powerful too. Bind that demon that came with it. I, I, I kind of sometimes say, stop stupid. Mm-hmm. Some of these decisions are, <laughs> they're delusional, man. Right. They fit the verse in Thessalonians that, that they, they've been turned over to a delusion that they'd believe the lie. Right. Number three, pray for everybody you know that's sick. And number four, pray for peace in our streets and protection for our law enforcement and their families. Amen. That's what I ask everybody to do at noon every day. That's something we can put spiritual authority, the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, and the word of God, Pastor Richard, into operation right now, Amen. every one of us. Absolutely. So one of the things you talk about in the I Predict for 2021 and beyond is that uh, when you say the battle is on, beware of the soon coming storm. Now, I know that God gave you a revelation of two of two clouds, is that yes. right? Dark cloud, dark glory cloud, cloud, glory cloud. Yes. Is that what you see happening, or is this tie yeah. into that with the storm? Oh, absolutely. But and and if you don't know about the vision I had, you really should get a hold of our uh, our publications department, and it's worth getting. Yes. So I'm not trying to sell material, right. but uh, that vision about this dark cloud and the glory cloud. Uh, you need to understand what that is and prepare yourself for it. Yeah. Um, but I think in the midst of it, we're, we're wit- we have been witnessing something else. Mm-hmm. It's called backlash. Mm. It's called people are fed up with this control issue, telling me where I can go, where I can't go, leave my home, can't leave my home, right. go to this store, but you can only buy certain things. We're witnessing in the street, in the attitude, a repercussion. I've been telling, I've been trying to warn everybody, including government officials and pastors to get ready. Cause part of this coming storm is gonna be this backlash that people say enough is enough right. and I'm doing this no more. Right. We are we are there. Yeah. We are there now. And that's kind of the nature of the American soul, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean that's how that that's just the nature of our that's America. I think America and the American church, we've been very cordial in this. Oh, yeah. Most of our, almost all of our society has said, oh, okay, we didn't want to stay home. We didn't want to lose our job. We didn't want to wear a mask. Yeah. We didn't want to, we didn't want to, but we've been pretty cooperative. Yeah. But that day's about over. I hope our government wakes up to this. Yeah. Because if not, there could be blood in our streets. I hope not, but I'm telling you, this is not going to end up good. Yeah. And he, and, and, you know, and even towards the end of, of 2020, we saw that people were starting to backlash against, we're going to do this, you know, 
Yep. We'll take the fines. We don't uh, care. We're doing it. I don't care. I know some of the rioting that we've seen. Yeah. It, uh, even back in 2020, but some of the rioting we've seen and the aggression and and you know burning things down and throwing bricks and shooting cops and uh, I think some of that just seems to be organized. I mean, come on, you bring a truck full of pre-cut bricks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. So it's like the old Benghazi story. Wait a minute, hang on just a second. I'm, I'm a United States Marine. Right. You want me to believe that that was just a peaceful riot that got out of control? Yeah. Uh, I've been around this world many times and I've never seen a peaceful riot yet with rocket launchers, grenade launchers, yeah. machine guns. Yes, right. So I think some of it's just evil organized, Yeah. emboldened. But I think a lot of those people that are doing these aggressive things. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're organized. I think they just flat are fed up and it's their way to vent. Yes. How else can you get even with your own government for shutting down your life, stealing your job, ruining your career, taking your business away, shutting right. down your schools? Uh, you said it right. I don't think some of these leaders understand the real spirit of the real American. Right. So one of the things that you mentioned is that there will be an attack on the Constitution. And that's one of the things that, you know, as you're tying in with the lockdowns and things that we've shut downs and that we've dealt with over the last year. Um, how do you see that playing out, those attacks against the Constitution? Yeah. Well, I think, I think they're going to continue because the two greatest documents that I can find on this planet is the Constitution of the United States with its Bill of Rights. Yes. And this Bible. Yes. And it isn't our enemy. That's why I keep trying to, to tell it. It isn't our enemy that wants our Constitution done away with. It's Americans. It isn't uh, another religion that wants this Bible changed. It's Christians. Yeah. So when we have a house divided and being torn apart from within, so this constitution, there, I can't find a way in my studies and in my thinking, Richard, that the Antichrist could come and manifest as the Bible predicts mm -hmm. and still have the constitution of the United States stand, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, you know, expression, public square, freedom to bear arms, the right to bear arms. But I like to throw this in here. The constitution isn't what gives us rights. Right. They're God-given rights. Yes. According to our God and according yeah. to our country and yes. our forefathers. Yes. The Constitution defines them and protects them. So runaway government people and evil cannot take them away from us. Yeah. So yeah, there's going to be a constant attack. Two reasons. Once again, people who are, I call them modernist, they want to change the Constitution to fit their perverted way and they want God erased. Yeah. They want our history erased because there's God in it. Right. They say they want it erased because there's bad in it. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows there's bad in it. Mm -hmm. Why all of a sudden do we want it erased? Right. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, there's more battles coming with that. So we need to pray for the people mm -hmm. that are willing uh, not on your platform and mine. We got our own work to do spiritually. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But those that will go to the Supreme Court, those that will work in the Senate, the House, etc. We need people who will stand up and say, no, the Bible stands and the Constitution stands. Absolutely. 
You know, it's interesting because as you talk about that, it's very similar what the church has done in the last 20 years of trying to refit scripture to yeah. fit what we want and perverting yeah. this yeah. to match our lifestyle yeah. instead of saying this determines our lifestyle. What we're talking about, what you're saying is, is that now we're doing the same thing with the Constitution, trying to take it and move it to a level that matches how we want to live. That's right. And that leaves you with what? <laughs> you better preach what they want or they go down the street right. to the dirty guy right. who looks so preppy, pretty, popular, whatever. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know how to define him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so if we, if we continue to preach the truth to people who turn their ears away from the truth, but I'll tell you, you see this, I see this. We might lose some of you mm. that want this changed and you can't stomach the fact that there's rules in here yeah, and there's discipline in here and right. God wants it his way or else. We might lose you. Maybe not only to the world, but you, but to damnation. But I see a whole army of people, not just young people. Mm -hmm. I see an army of people collectively coming out of these kind of places saying, praise God, Thanks for preaching the truth. I heard about your preacher. I finally found somebody that'll tell me what God's got to say about my life, my future, heaven, hell, and, and the times. That's awesome. We're yeah. gonna grow because of that. Yeah, I think you're absolutely yeah. right. Do, yeah. you, do you foresee, I know we don't have a lot of time, but do you, do you foresee revival happening in, in the capacity like we experienced during the charismatic movement? You and I both got born again during that time I, uh, in the word of faith. I get asked that all the time. I know you do. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm really not sure yeah. because I want it with all my heart. Amen. Some of my fathers in the faith, they believed it with all of their heart. It's hard to find in the Bible. Right. You can find the falling away, the great deception, the false preachers, the yes. false prophets, uh, the remnant church. Yeah. But it's hard to see a very last days type revival, like say the charismatic renewal. Right. And if it was, what would it be? And if it's going to be anything, it will be repentance. Our alders may be filled with people crying out to God for repentance, yeah. getting born again, getting restored, prodigals coming home. Uh, but you know how it works. It's like R.W. Schambach used to say, you can't be revived if you once weren't vibed. Right, exactly. So revival belongs to the believer. Yeah. It causes us to come alive. Yeah. Then there, it causes this, uh, there's like this awakening at the same time, the church wakes up. Where mm. have we been? What, what are we doing? What do we believe in? Where's God? Yeah. And then that's what causes the outreach to the world. Yeah. The charismatic renewal for a while was a mess, but it reached multitudes oh, of flat out oh, sinners. Yeah. So let's hope that we can cast that net out there and, get, and go to heaven and take a multitude of souls with us. Yeah, and it's tough because you do, like you just said, you do see that balance that as we're coming to the, the end of the ages yes. that he said that it'll be stressful, perilous, perilous times. It'll yes. be the falling away right. before the catching away. Right. I mean, all those things and that, Some that's, just hard. that's hard. Yeah. Then, yeah. right, it's hard to look at that though because we, what we want is what you just said. We want a move yeah. that's gonna fix all of this. God's people, way back, that's how they, that's how they missed everything. Yeah. The, the day of Noah, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah, the coming of Jesus Christ. 
We've always wanted a God who would come, oh, yeah. flex his muscle, and just hammer our enemies and just prove oh, that's yeah. going to happen in the second coming. Yeah, right. <laughs> in the second. Yeah. We shouldn't be here for that second right. coming. Yeah, absolutely. So we're the triumphant church. We're going to be called out of here. We're going to meet him in the air. Amen. And so will we ever be with him. Yes. Yeah, we tend to look back uh, romantically about the charismatic. Yeah. There, yeah. there was a lot of weird doctrines. Oh, I, mean, I just remember some of the stuff <laughs> oh, man. that you used to have to stand up against. And oh, uh, bizarre, just totally bizarre. So. Yeah. We might see that again. I mean, look at how many false revivals we've had. Oh, yeah where millions of dollars are raised and people came from around the world and this was happening. But see, this Bible says in the Gospels and in the book of Revelation right. that evil spirits would come and do false signs, wonders, and miracles. Yeah. So someone said, well, it's got to be God. There's miracles happening. Well, really? Yeah. Well, this says evil spirits will do those just to deceive men so they don't follow God. So I know that uh, we were not going to have a lot of time to deal with this, but, you know, last year we started talking about reset and about how yeah. we didn't even know all this was I mean, we yeah. knew something was yeah. going to happen. But, you know, we were talking about calibration, about going back to yes. zero to get move forward. And then all of this hit. But you see another reset, a real reset happening uh, this year if we don't do something. I don't see a good thing about the reset. Okay. We, but we're going to hear it. We have been starting to hear it a little more often. We're going to hear it. But here's the deal. It's not just a global financial reset. Mm. It's going to be a government reset headed for a one world government globalization. And it's going to be a religious reset. Already, you don't hear hardly anything about it. I don't know why. Already, there's over 250 ministers, mostly evangelical type, born again. Yeah. They years ago now, what five, seven, ten years ago, ten years ago probably, they started a whole new ministerial group to create a whole new religion mm. that would appease all religions, so that everybody can come in and be loved and get along. This sounds like the Antichrist to me. Yeah. And one world government, one world money, and one world religion. And it's happening. I'm not exaggerating this. It's happening right here in the United States of America. Yeah. We got to go. We're out of time. <laughs> uh, we always are out of time. Uh, Richard and I get together. I hope you had a, a, a good time like we did. We're going to... Um, be around next week. Join us again. Praise God. I'll have Pastor Jolliffe back. Tell us how they can get a hold of you, Pastor. Oh, the, the easiest way is to go to um, agchurch.net. That's our website. Okay. And there's all kinds of information on there. And, you know, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, yeah. all that stuff. But that's probably the easiest way is just to go to, to agchurch.net. We have a YouTube channel. So you're more, we'd love to have you visit us. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, get some good help. Praise God. Now, Let's review just for five seconds. Marxism, socialism, global reset is not a conspiracy idea. It's happening. You're watching it. Yeah. You're, you're witnessing the end climax. But we're the church. We don't fall when Rome falls. We just keep marching on. Amen. 
Write me a letter, call me, jump on our social media, send an offering if you can. I don't spend my time, you know, receiving offerings, but we could use it. Keep on preaching and join us next week. Tell everybody to hook up with us. See you then. I call you blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.